Welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast Show with me, Content Editor Ruan Uester. This is our monthly financial planning episode for the month of January, and we are unpacking the differences between investment platforms and asset management. I have René van der Nest in studio as my guest, and he's a business development manager at Glacier by Sunlum. Welcome, René. Hi, Ruan. Thanks for having me. Many investors have heard the terms asset manager and investment platform, but few know that these are completely separate entities and may get confused about how they work. An investment platform serves as a mid-office between an investor, a financial intermediary, and an asset manager, while the asset manager manages money on other people's behalf with a specific function or mandate. So perhaps as as a start, maybe you can, in layman terms, explain the differences between these two platforms? So in in essence, an investment platform or LISP, linked investment service provider, is is a starting point for for, for investments in terms of product. So they are the builder of investment products, whether they might be retirement annuities, endowments, living annuities, or preservation funds. So they become inherently the, the product administrator. And that centralizes all the administration around it. Your asset manager, in in sense, then is a further addition to this value chain, and they they inherently then are the party in in this in the system or in this value chain, as I've said, who will sit and and physically buy, trade, and sell investment instruments such as cash instruments, bonds, equities, or property stocks, to inherently then grow your investment. So the one houses it and the other one grows it in, in layman's terms. So everything is connected at the end of the day. Um, how do I choose an investment platform as a as a layman investor or, or in, interested party? And is, it an, and is it an easy thing to do? So if I look at the, the investment universe that we sit in, predominantly a large portion of these flows are intermediated, meaning financial intermediaries play a role. So a client coming across a good quality financial intermediary is in a space where that intermediary would be able to pick or or guide them to an investment platform of choice or quality. Alternatively, if if you want to look at it from a different perspective, then what could drive these choices? It's uh, product selection, uh, fund availability, um, pricing and costing, um, and, and reporting capability, because it's important to invest with the platform, but it's also just as important to be able to access your information in an easy fashion and also have quality reporting. What about an asset manager? Is it also a question about choosing a money manager on a case-to-case basis, or is this a bit of a different ballgame? Look, the asset management game is is a, is quite complex from that perspective, purely because of investment style. So you get value managers, growth managers, quality managers, momentum managers. Now these are these are stylistic differentiators. So when it gets to asset management selection, it's it's almost more important to talk about portfolio construction and being able to, to mix the right selection of asset managers to give you an optimal risk-related return. So I wouldn't say that platform selection and asset manager selection are the same process. They are most definitely two different processes and require good guidance from, I would think, a good financial intermediary. So just to make sure I have this straight, um, it's wrong to believe that an investment platform is linked to an asset manager, hey? 
So if I might almost, I will answer that, but also just add to it. Typically, I find that people think the platform is responsible for your investment performance. And that answer is no. Your performance, your investment performance is related to the underlying asset manager. And uh, from, from that perspective, there is a, uh, there's a vast difference. I hope that answers your question. Yes, it does. Let's get back to um, the investment platform side of the story. Yeah, what is the benefit of using an investment platform as opposed to choosing just one fund manager or just one product to uh, handle all your retirement planning or your other financial needs? Okay. So I think one of the first benefits definitely is centralized administration. So you've got one platform where you can put all of your investment products, whether they be discretionary money, retirement money, post-retirement, pre-retirement, local, international, and it consolidates reporting to a central entry point. So in layman's terms, you go to one website, you access all of your information on one website, and you've got a central point of view. Now, if you had to use the asset manager, you cannot use, and I don't want to do fund marketing here, so let's rather say you cannot use fund manager X's balanced fund when investing directly with one of their competitors. Whereas a platform actually gives you a, a wholesale shop where you can access all of them in one centralized point through all of your products. So you've got centralized reporting and central access to the wider investment market, whether it be stockbroking portfolios, unit trust, equity fund managers, or right the way down to a money market. So the next obvious step for any of our listeners who are interested in, go, uh, in going the investment platform route would be? I, I, am, I think step one for, for an investor perspective, get good financial advice. So that means, or in terms, that you need to incorporate the services of a good financial intermediary. Good financial intermediaries aren't just there to give you investment advice, but to consolidate and centralize investment advice along with fiduciary planning, life planning, the will, whether it be a trust. So really the next step for me is to not go and sit there and try and bash it out, go and pick a platform, try and, 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 analyze or do a due diligence on a platform rather actually take a step back if i may say so and i don't want to conduct financial advice but speak to speak to a financial intermediary get financial guidance and even if you don't want to make use of one at least approach one and get input on what you are doing but financial financial advice is a is is it can be a a complex situation and I think there are truly good quality financial intermediaries out there that you can access. As a last question so mm. that our listeners just are very sure about what a financial intermediary is that's mm. certified uh, that's certified financial planners or, or, or uh, financial advisors isn't it? 100% correct so it is an individual who is registered with the FSCA the financial versus conduct authority to be allowed to give financial advice, meaning that some financial institution has accredited them and, and allow them to do so. So, yes.
So we've just identified the pyramid of financial services. It's the asset managers, it's the investment platform, and then your certified financial planner. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us, Renia. And anything you want to know about this topic that was discussed today, or if you have any questions or suggestions for the uh, Personal Finance Podcast Show, please email me on ruan.uster at inl.co.za or pop us a message via our Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn social media accounts. The Personal Finance Podcast is available on all major platforms such as in Google, Spotify, and Apple, and will also be loaded on the local outfit iono.fm and our website www.iol.co.za under the Personal Finance section. This podcast might be supported by advertising. Until next time, this is Ruan Uester and the Personal Finance Podcast Show.